Hey everybody, I'm Lane. I'm Anthony. And welcome back to another episode of Nerdacy. And thanks Lane, I have two very special guests here. Two very great friends of mine. Um, you know, and I appreciate you letting them on today, Lane. So we have here the Incredible Hope from Marvel, and then we have Wonder Woman from Xena. <laughs> oh, I messed that up pretty bad, but hey, let's go ahead. Z I mean, Wonder Woman from DC. Sorry guys, that's not the people that are here today. We have Incredible Hulk and Xena Warrior Princess. There you What's go. What's up guys? Hello. <laughs> Actually, we have two very good friends of mine. There is Daniel Bojo, AKA known as Montana. That's what he call him. I very rarely call him by his real name. It's my brother and my sister-in-law, Kelly. Hey, hey. Hey, that's what. <laughs> so Daniel and Kelly Bojo, that's the real name. So on today's episode, and you've, uh, listeners, y'all have heard us talk about it a couple times now. We've talked about, uh, here and there, we've talked about how people we know that will are nerds but don't look like nerds, and it kind of throws you off because when you find out they're a nerd, it just kind of throws everything. Like, you just look at them a whole different light. And Montana and Kelly fit this mold because I've heard countless, countless stories from Anthony about them at work, over the podcast, like constant stories. And so it is finally nice to finally, it is so nice to finally meet them. And it's just been great to finally kind of, we've been chatting here for the like past 10, 15 minutes, kind of getting to know each other before we kind of dive into this episode. But it's been really fun getting to know them and kind of seeing, kind of, you know, nerding out a little bit and feeling out what their nerddom entails. So uh, Montana, Kelly, whichever one of you wants to go first, like what kind of got you into nerdacy, so to speak? Okay, well, nerd. I got into Nerdacy because I heard you guys are doing a podcast named Nerdacy. So, kind of listened in. But uh, being asked to be here, I kind of thought about how I fit the bill. And I don't know. I figure I was kind of uh, media challenged, not listening to music or not being able to t talk too much about shows and all that. But I do very much enjoy my uh, several um anime but probably the most nerdy thing i do or did was i spent a whole lot of time studying animals and memorizing latin names and nerding out on them and random <laughs> <laughs> that's my wife laughing well i guess my nerd journey started um i grew up with three brothers so i had no choice um, first generation with Transformers, Ninja Turtles, you name it. Um, I try to hide that I love Sailor Moon in middle school. <laughs> I guess no, that's should, not popular. You, should, you shouldn't have hid that. Uh, <laughs> Sailor Moon is goaded. I just like anything like mystical. I wish we all had secret superpowers in real life. Um, so yeah, but I'm flattered. They think I don't look like a nerd because I'm a total nerd. I make Star Wars art, um, live and really breathe it. Too. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what do you want to really talk about today, Anthony, with our guests? So, you know, I met you doing jujitsu, and um, I think you were there. Actually, you and one other guy was the um, only per people there, you know. There was one other guy, he trained there for years, it was your first day there. And so, when I first saw you, I didn't think that you were a nerd. All I was thinking was, Damn, a big dude. please do not let this be the guy that I have to fight tonight. And you were. So, um, we give good hugs. Or me trying to fight for my life, actually. Or my next breath. Should at we that give point. a backstory there? He's over 6'5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big motherfucker. I like tall, dark, handsome. I, 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 I'm a big motherfucker. And I, there is a picture, you know, on Facebook that my coach loves to post. And that's the first night that we oh, met. Me just trying to he posted, me. he posted every Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Man. When you uh, see your best friend and get a big hug. <laughs> yeah, he does. And my coach will pay dearly for that. One day. Oh, uh, no. Just not today. Not today. But it's coming. That's right. Anthony Anthony whoops my ass every time. So it's all good. You say that like you're an easy take. <laughs> I mean, I have to get you off of me somehow before I can even do anything. Otherwise, I, that's it for me. And then there was that one time you did do that one takedown on me, slam me hard on the ground. And there was one time you just, I think you threw me across the room once. You asked for it. Damn. Hey, this is like a cartoon. Anyway. <laughs> but I would never think that the anime thing for a second there, I thought so. Okay, maybe. But now, 
doing Dungeons and Dragons, that I did not see coming. Yeah, man. So uh, Dungeons and Dragons is lit, bro. I'm telling you, Dungeons and Dragons. Where it's I at. love it. <laughs> Best game ever invented. That's what people say. And uh, so it's just a sandbox for your imagination. You can do whatever you can think you can do. Yeah, I really want to bring if the that. dice allow. That is, I'm English. If the dice allow. When I play. <laughs> yeah. So playing playing with these guys. I, so I'm the dungeon master in this campaign, and. I used to play in college. We used to do a potluck and we'd all get together, eat some good food. And like every Sunday we'd play Dungeons and Dragons. And I stepped out of the game for a long time and I wanted to bring it to my friends and introduce my wife and Anthony and everyone to it. I've never been Dungeon Master before and it is hard. Coming up, coming up with like a dozen different names and backstory. And so my one thing was everyone needs a character voice. Everyone has to have a character voice because it kind of takes away from it. Like if you're like, and then so-and-so says, and -and so-and-so says, if you could just like have a character voice and just speak in that voice, you knock out that whole like awkward narration. Right. So, Yeah. That was my one, my one thing on Dungeons and Dragons, and everyone picked, like, an English Cockney voice. Of course. And so everyone, because everybody everyone can picked, do a, everybody can do a poor man's English accent. That's everyone, my only accent, though. <laughs> everyone picked the same accent. Uh, we, I never did a voice for any of my characters. Well, no, I did a voice for one character. It was when I played a Goliath. We were doing a one shot, and the other character was. I think I've like maxed out the height for my Goliath, so he was like nine foot, so just under like being like a large, yeah. a large uh, target, and I had made him nine foot, and it was me and uh, I think he, the other guy that was playing. It was just two of us because we were it was supposed to be a one shot where eventually like all these characters we created would show up in our main campaign, and he was like a half or he was like a half drow or something, so he was super short. He was like five foot. And I just remember making this voice up. I was like, oh, Ponzi. How's it going, Ponzi? And I, would talk, and I talked like that the entire time. And, and it drew, no, it drove the dungeon master and him <laughs> nuts. And I just remember, and it, I just kept feeling. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And like, I remember at one point I rolled something. I was like, I'm going to throw Ponzi across the room. And, I was, and they just looked at me, and I just rolled, and I hit a nat 20. I was like, Ponzi, come here. And just slung him. But I, I will say that... um. After knowing you for a while, you know, I'm not going to say I didn't see the nerd come, the nerd thing coming, but um, I wasn't exactly too shocked. Um, where the shock comes in is with you, Kelly. Now, that's where the shock comes in. It's just like, okay. Because. Closet this is, nerd. <laughs> well, this would be a topic for another day. I know you and I have talked about this, but um, unfortunately, well, me, I'll be 43 pretty soon. And so growing up in my generation... A lot of the women, you know, that were into some of this nerd stuff, were not very... Kept it under major reps. Either kept it under reps. Yeah, kept it under major reps. We'll just say that. So, um, just like uh, there's a lady that came into Lowe's recently, a very attractive woman, as a matter of fact, with a Sailor Moon shirt on. And she was exactly my type. So, and we kind of got to talking about Sailor Moon and stuff that day while I was trying to sell her some appliances. I was on my job, but I kept it professional, but... I could tell that if she ever comes in again, that will be definitely a woman that we will have another conversation again. So, but let me quit thinking about her. Yeah, Anthony gets paid, you know, to hit on women at work. I get paid to move heavy shit. <laughs> Don't hate the player, I hate the game. You and me both. Yeah, I just said that. Anyway. All right, well, you know, good and well, I can't be out on the sales floor anymore. And we know why. Because you're evil. No, yeah. You don't yeah. like people? I hate people. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I can't stand people. But back to... Uh, I love people. So, when I first met you, I didn't see that you were into anime. I did not see that coming. She's the only reason why I have a social schedule. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and even some of the anime, then, you know, like I said, you're a great artist. You know, I've seen some of the Darth Thank Vader you. pictures. Yeah. The Yoda yeah. pictures. Um, You know about Sailor Moon? It was some anime you recommended. Now, that's when I was just like... Okay. Ooh, what'd you recommend? I did not. Shoot, I, I don't even was. remember. What was it? R-W-B-Y. <gasps> oh, Ruby? Yeah. Ruby. Oh, That's Ruby's a 
weird one. I don't even know if it's classified because I, I don't think it's made by an Asian company at all. I think it's made primarily by YouTubers. No, uh, Ruby is an, um, made. Well, I know, I know it's a manga. Like, I know it's a manga, but I want to say the people that created it was... Oh, God, what was the... It was a joint thing, though. Was like, it every... Pro Project Red or CD Red or something like that? I know it was on YouTube. We wanted to continue it, and so everyone helped rebuild. Like, it's it's a cool collaborative effort. So the art changes so, over time. So it got Which, started. That was one of the coolest things. I don't know everything about it, but... I mean, I love that there's a guy literally that goes to a restaurant nearby, and he has his car decked out in it. I've seen that car. Yeah. So I've like, seen that car a lot. Because it, it's got Ruby on like the actual yeah. girl Ruby on it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I've seen that. And that car. Las Mesa or whatever. But it, I mean, so it has a cult following, and then um, I, I've been dying to watch what Megas Bride. That's on Crunchyroll, right? Yes, yes it is. I need to watch that. Um, My... Youngest sister-in-law actually really likes that one. She says it's really good. Yeah, I need to but watch it, that But she's like, it has a little bit of a Stockholm Syndrome feel to it. I so, do. So, like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So, but it's... Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer a little bit there. Uh, but she said it's actually one of her favorites, so it's really good. I, cool. I've i been interested in it, but I just haven't had the time to watch a lot of stuff lately. So, what it was like coming up for you in your younger years for um, your nerdism? Because, I mean... I know the stuff that you do now, mm -hmm. but I'm talking about like maybe middle school, high school, especially high school. Early these, college. Yeah, college. What was well, that like for you? I mean, I think I went through phases just like anybody. You know, you find a cult classic show that you love. And I mean, I stepped away from Sailor Moon and all of that. Um, but in middle school, high school, it was like I was a, just a kind of a closet nerd <laughs> didn't tell my friends. Um, and even now, I love Manta comics. It's my new addiction. Um, there, it's really good anime comics, and I read them literally every night. But the artwork every is single night he knows. Um, but they're beautiful. Oh, I've gotten into uh, Manwa. I think that's the Korean manga. Manwa's fun. Really? I've never even heard of that. M A. Uh, it's spelled M A N W H A. It's Manwa. Manwa. It's Korean. It it's so instead of you know flipping by page. Yeah. You scroll down. It's just all one linear piece. So that's, that's all mine. That's for sure. That's for sure. So yeah. yeah so, so it's so probably. Yeah. I'm like scrolling. Are you on like an app called like Webtoon or something? Um. So, um. They actually bought a lot of webtoons. Okay. So you can see in each one, but it's funny because there's some ongoing themes. So it's like where. People are reading, a, like, it would be, like, a teenage girl. She's reading a book, and she ends up, like, dying, and then now she's the main character in the book. And so there's an ongoing theme of that a lot. Um, oh, so isekais. Yeah, and so they're trying to, like, change the narrative so they're not the evil one. Um, I mean, it's just, and there's vampire ones, which I love. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so Manwa is, and I think we mentioned it very briefly once before in the show. Uh, so Manwa's really fun. So Manwa, the what the joy I have from Manwa is it's not black and white. Everything is colored, yeah. like from start to finish. And like some, so you know how you'll have like a open a full like two pages that's one whole scene in a manga. Right. Now they'll go like seven panels straight, and it's just like, and you have to basically turn your phone like lock your screen so it doesn't turn, so you mm. can like blow up the whole thing, and it's just like this long elaborate like attack. Like you'll see the main character or whoever's fighting like fire off one attack and the other one's firing off and it's just like a multitude of like I'll have to show you one that I, I'm currently reading the colors on it just how they do it and draw it is just phenomenal to me it's gorgeous yes like I'm, I'm reading I one love, right now even with like they have the spirit swords see and, I love oh. manga but manga manga might overtake it soon uh actually good example there's a very popular manhwa coming out, that, or a very popular manhwa that has finished, that is now going to be, a, that has an a anime adaptation coming out called Solo Leveling. And it's very dark and right up your alley, because I know how you like the dark <laughs> stuff. Well, how dark is it? Because um, so you, you and I are different. The main, well, is Juju Kaisen or Chainsaw Man dark? I wouldn't call that's, it that. I would call it one. more... Now, it's it's tough. I'd, pro I'd probably have to say not quite... Like, all right, where would you say a comic got kill is on that list? I know you've seen parts of it, right? I've seen all the comic got kill. Like, would that you anime? say it's lower than Chainsaw Man or higher than Chain or not Chainsaw Man? Um, uh, Juju Kaisen. Kaisen. Like, would it be lower than that? Lower. A comic got kill is lower than Juju Kaisen. <laughs> then I would say it might be a little lower than a comic got kill because the main oh. character. Okay, so the main character is a necromancer. Right. 
Right. But his yeah. ability is like he earns it. He unlocks this ability. Basically, what he can do is like anyone he kills, he has three chances, or any person, thing, creature, what what have you, he defeats. He has three chances to basically resummon it, and then it becomes one of his followers permanently. I mean, I would check it out just because you recommended it. But what would really make me watch an anime like that, since I like the darker animes, is if it's by the studio Mappa, because Mappa adopts all the dark anime. I don't know if Mappa. So Mappa's they do doing Jujutsu Kaisen, they do Chainsaw Man, Hell's Paradise, and that crazy gambling one watching whose name K- I'm about to butcher. Kakagure. I'm pretty sure I'm butchering that name. Yeah, that one. But I, I don't think Mappa's doing it. I think Crunchyroll is going to do this one solely like they did Tower of God. Tower of God is actually on Crunchyroll. That's a manhwa that got adapted. So wait, is Crunchy, if Crunchyroll is doing this, is it like a Crunchyroll exclusive or it will be, a studio? It would, it would be a Crunchyroll. It's Crunchyroll Studios partnered with somebody and they would, it'd be strictly <laughs> on Crunchyroll. Okay. Tongue got tied there. But uh, what I was saying. Studio Ghibli? We've, I think we briefly talked about Studio uh, Ghibli. Ghibli, I, I never can pronounce it right. My sister-in-law would kill me for that. Well, see, that's when um, I started meeting attractive women in college, um, and it was in mid-college. Hey, man, I mean, the I was Studio 20, Ghibli films are. I was Coco's Delivery Service was like my favorite. No, I was actually twenty-five, okay. and when I started meeting attractive women into this kind of stuff, because. I would go to a GameStop, and that's when Soul Calibur 2 came out, and a lot of good-looking women were buying Soul Calibur 2. So at that time, I'm imagining almost dropping everything in GameStop, because I see this good-looking woman coming in there. Oh, she's probably buying this. She's probably buying that. Well, let me get a copy of Soul Calibur. I'm like, what? What, what? And then there's just like this <laughs> all-out female rivalry between a lot of my attractive female friends and Soul Calibur. These girls, of course, guys are going to talk shit. You know, my brother and I are going to talk hey. shit when Mortal Kombat comes out. Right. But I've seen some ugly competition in Soul Calibur and Tekken and Street Fighter between females. Attractive females at that. And so... We get feisty. <laughs> y'all are meaner than we I are. I would definitely say, like, a one thing that, like, makes you kind of, so to speak, come out of the nerd closet would more be, like, when you get older, you realize, like, you don't give a shit what anyone thinks, honestly. Exactly. Amen. That's, that's probably why most people, like, when you get older, like, when you said you were seeing these attractive females getting Soul Calibur, it's like... They were what twenty three, twenty four, twenty five. Like at that point, it's like you know what? I'm an adult. Like fuck that. Like I'm gonna like get. It, I, I like want to be. I want to get what I want to get and right. be what I want to be. Who fucking cares? Who cares? But also now just, you know. Life is so much more beautiful when you have an imagination and live in a creative world like that. Well, you like what you like, right? I mean. And see, I grew up. Uh, my mom didn't like us like like me and my brother watching Dragon Ball Z because you know we tried to emulate Dragon Ball Z. Like we would fight with each other. Like, I'm still to this day trying to do a Kamehameha wave every now and then. Like, one day it'll happen. I swear it will. Uh, hell, just last night, she asked me for something while we were eating dinner. And I, like, looked over at it and tried to use the force from Star Wars. Like, yeah. I said, one of these days, like, it's going to work. But I just... You got to try. I love, I love being able to just do that and, like, not be able to, like, be self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had to be self-conscious about how nerdy I was around my wife... There's probably no way I would have ended up marrying her. Well, that's that's probably how you know that you met the right person. No, I knew I met the right person <laughs> when I got her to sit down and try One Piece with me back when it still only had 500 episodes for all you fuckers that are saying it's still too long. But I got her to sit down and try it One is, Piece with long. me. And she was like, okay, I'm kind of into it. And then she got to the, the infamous scene called The Walk, which I finally showed Anthony The Walk last week. The Walk is like what usually... Well, set like if you don't appreciate the walk, then you're not gonna appreciate the rest of the show, mm. because the walk is what sets it off. Well, I can appreciate. Um, I've actually been on some dates with some attractive females who they're not into the nerdy stuff, but then I show them the Mortal Kombat movie, and they're asking questions about. Girl, I'm who just is saying this? that Mortal Kombat movie. Who was is that? Peak. You know, it, it was cool because even with um, some of the attractive females that I date. You know, they're not maybe into the day stuff, but they'll ask questions like, who is this? Who is that? Yeah. And I love telling them, oh, this person is this, this person is this. These two hate each other because of this reason. But that's a good sign, though, because if they're asking about the stuff that you like, that means they're interested. Correct me if I'm wrong. That means you're clearly interested in, oh, yeah. in the guy, Someone's right? Because you're asking about their Are hobbies. Are you talking about the yeah. live action Mortal Kombat? Right, the new one. The reboot? Yeah. That was amazing. I categorize that as like a very excellent, great, bad movie. 
It's campy, yeah. But like it was a great bad movie. It's a very campy movie, but that's what you have to do exactly. with those. Like you have right. no Mortal Kombat. No, no, I agree with you. There's no other way to approach that. Like it's Mortal Kombat, and they did it perfectly. They did it cheesy, and gory, bloody. It, cheesy. It, it was cheesy the whole nine yards, and it was perfect. Exactly, and that's and, 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 and I loved it. Like uh, Kill Bill style? No. no, the, no what no. you just watched on the trailers we were watching before, no. yeah. that's what they did in that movie. And it was It was perfect. perfect but it so was matched the game. But it was it matched the game. It was bad, but it was great. <laughs> the buzzsaw, like the fact that the buzzsaw made it into that movie uh, still like just made my, my day. My on a Mortal Kombat movie was It's a great bad movie. It was cool for what it was. I think it was a good movie, but the second one, they have to come with it. So I'm satisfied for now, but the second one got to be five notches above that one. Well, the second one should be the actual <laughs> tournament, shouldn't it? Yeah. Because they so. never got to the actual tournament in the first one. It was just, they fought in that maze or whatever, and they said it was like the tournament, but we all know that's not really the tournament. No, it wasn't. They never made it to a tournament. No, Shane Song has always been a sneaky villain. Because so he's always tried to kill the Earth Realm. Warriors early, so that they wouldn't have anyone. Because if the Earth Throne ever loses, the other world gets to take Outworld over. Outworld will take over. Outworld, that was it. But I, I've always enjoyed stupid stuff like that. Uh, back to the lady that I met while at work that wore the Sailor Moon T-shirt. Right. I yeah, want okay. friends with her. I wanted My to wife's ask. a big Sailor Moon lover too. She's got Sailor Moon pops. Okay. I gotta meet her. But there was this one thought that flew through my mind because now just being She's got to get the D. But, huh? Sorry. She got what? <laughs> Nothing. She had a big what? Nothing. She did, actually. The, the D. That's not, thank you. He heard me. I heard she you heard too. me too. <laughs> I was looking for those double Ds because that's where Sailor Venus and Mercury were. All right, so here's the fun fact. I, I used to watch Sailor Moon, did not realize like that they went past uh, Jupiter. Did not realize it went past Jupiter because mm-hmm. Cartoon Network didn't show that point. They did. They no Cartoon Network didn't show that point when it was on Tsunami. They stopped like oh, like yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have went Thank Jupiter. You. Venus, but and- Jupiter shows up because it's Moon, Venus, or Moon, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and Jupiter, the core five, right? Because that's the only ones that showed up for a while. I never knew there was a Saturn, a Neptune, a Uranus, or a Pluto. Yeah, I, like, I never Uranus. knew. I never knew. Yeah, I think wasn't Uranus like a lesbian or something, or she yeah. was alluded to be like a I guy or something. Hey, Uranus and Neptune were um, lovers. Yeah. That, okay, that's what I thought. Now in America, too, they did come to Tsunami eventually, but they were cousins in America. Yeah, because Tsunami had to change everything because Uranus. Make it vanilla. But um, <laughs> I was concerned about Jupiter because when I met that woman. Jupiter was not where I was looking. Venus and Mars were there. Oh my God! But with that being said, man gets paid to hit on women, and I get paid to move heavy shit. I am paid in the wrong department. But the thing about it is, one question that flew through my mind was: Do you actually watch the show? Are you actually into anime, or are you just wearing a shirt because it's cool now to like anime? So yeah, right, you're just like, wearing the shirt like that you bought at Walmart. Yeah, like kids wearing Nirvana and stuff. They don't even know who these bands are. That one bothers me. It, it bothers me. But it too. really bothers me now that if you're not into nerd stuff, you're not cool anymore. It's like, bro, why couldn't this have been a thing like 15 years ago when I was in school? Same here. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, we got to go back to the Stone Age for you. Oh, you're funny. I know. But I'm you look older than me, though. Have any of y'all read the comic series Saga? I have heard of Saga. I've I have heard never, of it. I've never read it. I've never beautiful. read it. beautiful. I mean, they have, like, television head people. Yeah, I've seen the pops for it. Yeah, and then they have, like, the races that can't intermingle. It's beautiful. I highly recommend. But I've, I've heard of Saga because, obviously, I, I collect Funko, Funko Pops, too. Um, but what? I know some of those are worth so, a lot. No, I, uh, I have a few, too. Some of my One Piece ones. Uh, so I have the <laughs> Flock Chopper. He's worth... Uh, like a couple hundred, and then I've got one so, of the crew. And they like limited runs, though. Like it had, they have less of them. Yeah. Well, it's it's not so much as they have less of them. It's they get what's called vaulted at a weird time. 
Because oh, wow. you got the like you got the you got the exclusives like only came out at this point and mm -hmm. more wouldn't come out. And then you've got like uh, the ones that like they made so many of them. So like when I got the chopper one, it was on stupid sale at uh, Fye for like six bucks. Mm -hmm. And, and now, so my six dollars has turned into like three hundred dollars investment. But I mean, I'm never gonna get rid of that anyways because I'm a huge One Piece fan. A huge One Piece fan. And like Beanie Babies are worth nothing. Yeah, Beanie Babies were were worth were worth nothing. Then became worth something. Then became worth nothing again. I think. Yep. Or are they still on there? Give it another decade. It'll be worth. They have a new yeah. documentary I think coming out, but. Yeah, I had like all these original editions and like, yeah, I'm going to be rich one day. They're worth nothing. They're, they're I, nothing. Actually, I still have some. Give it like another some. decade or two. I already donated them. <laughs> I still have some of my Beanie Babies actually at my home. In oh, my, at, like my childhood home. I thought, I, you know what, I might do that actually. I had a few. Like me and my brother used to, because, so what it was was my mom when we would go to the dentist, like she would buy us like each, so every six months we would get a new one because she would buy us one. Like we'd go That's in and pick, pick one out because our reward for going to the dentist and being good, if we didn't have cavities or anything, was we got an Icy, a Coca-Cola Icy, and a Beanie Baby from the, drug, <laughs> so from, from the drug store. That was it. That's what we got. And then we had what we call Beanie Baby Wars, where he'd get on one side of the bed, I'd get on yes. the other, and we would just sling them things at each other as hard as we could, trying to peg each other. No, I and them it. things would hurt, too. I get it, because when I was younger, we'd go to the store, and we act pretty good. We got Ninja Turtle coloring books, and Ninja Turtle jukeboxes, uh, Ninja Turtle crayon crayons. Okay, they were regular crayons, they just had Ninja Turtle designs on them. So guess what we had? I had the original Splinter with, if you had, like, if he was the original, he had the robe with the map inside it. And I remember being like, I gotta find this. And then we had the real slime. Like, they don't make toys like they used to. No, no, no. I mean, it legit no. had slime in it. You said you got knives? That made them radioactive. Well, yeah, so you guys are talking about like, I, I didn't get like a whole lot of toys growing up, but I got like a, I got knives and guns and. That's not nerdy, babe. No, it's nerdy. <laughs> no, it is actually. Well, but that was me growing yeah, up. They're like samurai swords, but they're not. No, they weren't. They were well, like, nerd, nerd, you anything is nerdy. Like yeah, it is. You can have anything can be nerdy. Like sports is, can be easily nerdy. Do you Very know how so. many people are like into no, like it stats? Sports, like I nerded out and like when I was like right, right. twelve, I'd go out for like a week and just try and like live off the land for no reason because I could. I started fires with like shoelaces. My man, man. And yeah, I started fires with like shoelaces, and I caught trout out of the stream with. The little bit of, like twine I had in my like and I look and yeah, that sounds that actually sounds kind of fun. It was a I lot of angle front because I was a Boy Scout too, so I, no, I enjoyed I, that. I, I quit the I quit the Cub Scouts because I thought they were. Lame. Oh, Cub Scouts sucked. Cub, like when you get older, Cub Scouts actually sucks. They're Boy like, Scouts was more. They're like fun. when you get Is older, like you get to shoot twenty twos. I'm like I already got like I a forty five. I made it to Eagle. Props to you, hey. man. Scholarships? I did get a scholarship. There you go. My brother and I got kicked out of Boy Scout. I, I don't doubt it at all. <laughs> I definitely don't doubt that. Maybe you should have gotten into that with your brother. But I remember Boy Scouts. Actually, my name is on a statue uh, somewhere in the state of Alabama because uh, they I built. Know, I know where it is. Yep, they built the statue for, uh, and like each time you. When they first built it, they put all the Eagle Scouts that had made yep. it through, and they've been adding names like continuously to it. I know where it's at. I've never seen it though. At a young age, I drive by it. Um, <laughs> I didn't get knives. They kept the knives away from me because of an incident in first grade. Uh, of we'll course they did. Later. We don't yeah. talk about the incident in the first. We don't talk about Bruno. Oh no! It's just I got mad at some kid in class, and well, that didn't go very well. I had anger issues then. So. <sighs> You they kept the knife away from me. Then, then, that way. I got, stabbed, I got stabbed for the first time when I was in fifth grade. Oh, I stabbed somebody in the first grade. Oh, oh my God. Was. Of course you did. Guys. Of course you did. Oh, wait a minute. I know you're evil ass talking about me. I ain't never stabbed nobody. I ain't never shot nobody. No, I I never shot I've said some very mean things, so. Sailor Moon and be happy and peaceful. <laughs> See. Uh, well, Sailor Moon was well. Knives and guns are fun, kids. Which version did you watch? Did you watch the American version or the Japanese version? American Oh, I watched the Japanese version. They got bloody. Yeah. Well, we watched Toonami. I mean, I watched Toonami too, but I was just like... Yeah, but Toonami wasn't bloody. It wasn't. Tuna <laughs> no, Dragon Ball Z... No, they even cut it out in Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, they cut it out. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. I saw a commercial today for Pokemon Go. 
Yeah, it, it's very much still going. Actually, I, before I came here, I was with my best friend, and we were playing Pokemon Go over in Montevallo for oh. three hours. That's so you still know what a made thing. me think of? I want to go back to geocaching. I haven't done that in a hot minute. You, you and I. I texted like Daniel. Yeah, it's like fun trivia in your town. That would be cool. So if y'all never do you guys, I've never, I've never done. It. I've heard of it. I've never it's done it. Perfect it's perfect for it's nerds. Fun. It's perfect. So you get clues. I don't know what episode it was. But there was a fight. Sailor Mars okay. got into with some chick, and it was Sorry, just name. part of Sailor Mars, and it was a Japanese version. And boy, the, these two girls go at it. And I mean, by the time it was done, I mean there was blood coming out of her arms, out of her neck. Jesus. I mean, out of her legs. Yeah, I mean, I out of her I'm face. Gonna to, I'm going to have to revisit Sailor Moon, it looks like. No, well, you got to get the Japanese version. Yeah, I have just, you, have I you watched started, Crystal? I, so I just started Crystal. And because the girl, I was talking to the girl recently at church. So, so I was like, oh, I like your shirt or, you know. But it's just weird because it's this, all the parallels and it, I don't know. Well, he told me a little bit. My friend uh, Nicholas, who does uh, another podcast, True Comedy, I, told, I was telling y'all about, he watched Sailor Moon Crystal, and he was telling me it's, it's the same show, yes. uh, but all they did is they've expanded on some of the storylines and made them like fuller and better and just made it overall like a better show than the original. Or that basically, they rebooted the show, but enhanced it, so to speak. That's what was throwing me, because I just turned it on one day, and I'm like, wait, she hasn't found... Her, you know, Lena cat, and then all of a sudden, it was it was weird for me. We have a black cat named Luna. Love that. Excellent. <laughs> it wasn't by choice. But yeah, so I was like, what am I watching? Because it was so close to the to the original, but it wasn't the same. Yeah, so I'm kind of having issues with it. I watch it though when I'm painting. Yeah, he said he expand. They expanded it so to make it fill out a little bit more. Um, he's not a sub watcher, so he's been waiting on the dub to come out. I don't even know if it's finished being dubbed now. But I know he's uh, been watching it. He's watched it. And I've been meaning to watch it. It's on the list. I just I haven't gotten around to it because I keep watching other stuff. Well, and it's a little bit more, like, simple. You know, it's something we enjoyed, like, when we were younger. So, for me, I watch it when I'm doing other things. See, I see. I watch primarily subs. So, like, it's hard. Like, if I'm going to sit and watch, that means I'm not moving because I have to be able to read everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, now One Piece, because they've dubbed so much of it, I can just pop it on in the background. And I'll, I could probably quote half the episodes just mm-hmm. like hearing it and be like, all right, that, 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 that. Yep. <laughs> just go off. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender is one I could do. At one point, I could do it pretty well. So I've watched it probably three times in a row. Yeah, I, I love it. It's so his much. favorite. I, I mean, Avatar The Last Airbender is such a perfect show. I don't know if you could, I don't know if anything will ever top it. And I'm I'm a huge One Piece fan, but it, like I'm I'm not one I'm not one to sit here and say that Avatar: The Last Airbender was not a perfect show. So it's I, so I, much I started than I One, started Piece, one Piece probably like a year year and a half ago, and I like it. I'm maybe a hundred episodes in. <laughs> See, but Avatar: The Last Airbender, I'll tell you, like I got into it in college, and yeah, I was I was I was high. <laughs> I watched it high for the first time and oh, that'd have been I, walked, I walked away you know it was the most perfect story ever no loose ends like everything like makes perfect sense like you're not you're not left wanting for more right right now it makes and, me watch it every six months and I re <laughs> no every year <coughs> I rewatch it probably every year What's the show up? So I, I probably rewatched it more. Three but times. I do think it is ranked as the most popular show globally. Ever. I don't. I don't think you're wrong on that. Uh, it threw me though because I didn't know that stuff well, so, out there. Fun story. The, uh, li- the live action Last Airbender can suck. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you're not going to hear me on there. that one. Nah. So mm-hmm. my oldest sister-in-law mm-hmm. and her husband actually met the original, like creators of Avatar. Get out. No kidding. So, she actually worked for uh, one of them, if I'm not mistaken, because she uh, she was an executive producer for Disney, and she ended up meeting them. So when she oh met God. them, they talked about like they like going out to di- like her and her husband and went out to dinner with the the creators or the writers or something. I can't I can't ever remember what it is exactly. They were very much like the main people for the show. Sure. And they talked about how they. 
created it as a kids show, obviously, right? The yeah. first two episodes like set the prim like set the tones like this is a kids show. Yeah. Well, then episode three is it? You know when Aang goes back to the air temple that he fled from a hundred years prior? Mm-hmm. They're like, are we really gonna do this? Are we gonna take this from a kids show into a show that's actually about real? You know. Like things like, are we really about to visit genocide in a kids show three episodes in? Yeah, it's and they heavy. and they pitched it, and that's how and it ran from there, and that's where it established the fact like this is not going to be just your average kids show. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a much bigger than that. So I have a confession about Avatar. Oh, I have a baby brother. He's ten years younger, and I thought I was going to hate it because every time I watched it, I would just get a glimpse of it, not the whole storyline. I was like, ah, Aang is so whiny. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold up. Aang was very whiny. I but mean... for a 12-year-old and what he went through in right. the span of a year, less than a year. Yeah, once I got the whole story, I loved it. And I did. He saw me. He's like, are you crying over there? My, <laughs> my wife cried when we got to the end. So when we got to the end, I made her do, um, I know... So, did you watch it when it originally came out, or did you watch it after the fact? I watched it after the fact. Okay, so I watched it when it all originally came out. So, like, I would watch each episode, like, as they came out, mm-hmm. and, like, every when they came out every Friday. And then I got into football, so it got a little harder. But luckily, they moved them to Saturdays. So, when the <laughs> Back last... Back when it went constrained. So, here's the fun fact. When the last four episodes came out, they didn't come out as episodes. They came out as one solid movie. And they called it Avatar The Last Airbending, The Final Something. Shoot. Or no, they called it Sozin's Comet because they called it what yeah, was yeah, going right, on. Right. They, so the final Sozin's four Comet. episodes of Avatar was Love a that. movie that came out. Yeah. So you didn't know they split it up. So like when you watch it on Netflix now, it's split into four separate episodes. Right. We didn't get that in the movie. It just rolled right along. Like wow. there was no that's, cuts. There was nothing. That's even more badass. Basically, you got the commercial break where it would have been the episode split. But see, what I watched. But when it, it came like back off commercial, it, but when it came off that commercial, it rolled right back into the story and just kept on going. Mm-hmm. When I, when I, but when I watched it, I just binge watched it. So. The stipulation so, I had with my wife was like, I was like, all right, when we get to episode 21, 20, mm-hmm. we're stopping. Because I was like, if we, we will not, you're going to watch it the exact way I watched it. And that's, you're going to watch episode 21, 22, 23, and 24. And you were going to watch all back four back. straight up. <laughs> I agree with that, though. Because you really stuff. don't want to like. Because each episode ends on a cliffhanger except the got, last episode. you got to just keep you gotta just let so it. when you when you get to those episodes, you have to set aside that two hours because mm-hmm. it just makes so it better. You've watched Korra. I have never made it through the first season. Dude, really? Come on, you can do it. It's so hard for me to make it through the so first season. So that was how I got into going backwards and watching Avatar because Korra's older, she's a female. It felt more applicable to me. Now. Well, see, I wanted to watch it because I was like, I like it. I, I was like. It's a female lead, like that's different. I want to watch that, but I couldn't get into it because the more I looked at, it, I was like, I like Aang better. Sure. But I know for a core to exist, Aang had to pass. But I was right. like, but I it's didn't. Aang's granddaughter. Her story, though, I is... didn't know that. No, Her... it's Aang's granddaughter. Yeah, they're related. It is a, uh... and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I it's actually... Katara. So Katara. It's Katara's and Aang. Aang Katara. So it's Katara and Aang's daughter's daughter. daughter? Or no, son's daughter. Their daughter. Wait, are you sure? Aang, no. Aang was her grandfather. Yes. So then it would have been Katara and Aang's daughter's daughter. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because you just said right. daughter. It yeah. was just yeah, one daughter. Right. I was like, ah, yeah. I, I don't know saying, if it works that like, way. Just blame whiskey, beer, and. Late Even night. though his statue in it, he looks just like a really tall Aang. Like they try to show him older, and I'm like, he just looks like a tall Aang. With All he did head. was get the little goatee. And I was know. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. Because her her dad was the bald Airbender guy. And that was Aang's son. Oh crap! I can't even remember his name. See, I, I I tried to. Is it Tenzin? I think that was his Ten, name. Yeah, you're right. Man, y'all are good. I can't remember names. Look, I'm I'm when it comes I to narrative, I can remember the most random facts off the top of my head. See, I'm more visual. I have I can picture it. So that's but Avatar, I, I loved Avatar. Like I still like the hard part for me is separating the fact that, like Korra is someone different. She's not gonna be Aang. But she's tied to Aang and continuing on his legacy 
And it is a still good story. It's phenomenal. It's still a good story. That's what everyone's told me. It's like, if you can power through season one, just get through season one, it gets a thousand times better in season two. Yeah, because it's it's building it. But yeah, I'm with you. When I have a show I love and they come out with a prequel or sequel, I'm kind of like, we'll see. But like... Game of Thrones, the whole dragon series, the new one, I love. House so, of all right. House so of Dragons. Me and, some, whoa, 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 whoa. Me and uh, someone were just talking. And now, he's not seen it. So we have, I, I, Anthony! I, okay, I'm still on season three of Game of Thrones, and I'm almost what? done with House of Dragons. All right. Oh. So, I, I did there's not a whole care for I need to go get a drink. So, all right. So for, <laughs> so, for House of Dragons, I think what threw me off more than anything was all the time skipping forward. I think that's what keeps throwing me, because we go from start... And then we just jump like a couple months, then we jump a couple more months, then we jump like 16 years, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, so that throws me off. And Which I'm got, fine with time jumps. What, but, got, what got me into Game of Thrones was I read the books first. Ah. And the first, mm. the first. Now remember, he hasn't finished, so he doesn't know everything. All I'm going to no say spoilers. is. spoilers. The first two, three seasons Stick of Game to of the Thrones book. followed the books very well. And I was like all in. Like, fuck yeah. This is great. You guys don't even know what's about to happen. Alright, so funny story. And then, oh, and then sorry. Well no, I'm just saying and then I appreciate Game of Thrones for what it was. Just like, yeah, they superseded the books and they ran with it. But then well, if he'd have wrote and got off his ass. But then House of Dragons was just kinda it wasn't. It's riding the coattails. It didn't have as much action. It, it wasn't. Original. It felt dry to me too. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was drier. It was more political. There wasn't any action to it. And like, I'm fine for political, but I don't like how much it was. Like, that's pretty much what the entire premise of the show was. Was just the politics. I'm like, good God, this is dry. It yep. did get better towards the end, though. So I feel like they're trying to like reset everyone. And your whole mental approach to it. So I do think they did a good job of that. And I have high hopes for it. So me and another co-worker were talking at where me and Anthony were. And we got to talking about Game of Thrones. And you'll find this funny. So when it got to that specific episode in season three, I don't have to, because I don't know where he's at. I don't want to spoil anything. You know what I'm talking about. I didn't watch Game of Thrones for three years after that. Like, I saw everything that happened. I literally hit the pause button. was like, nope, I'm done. I'm walking out. I'm Fuck out. this show. I quit. I don't like this no more. I'm trying to make sure I don't say no spoilers real quick. I fucked that shit. I'm out, and I left. Well, my my wife, that then girlfriend at the time, finished the episode, then watched the next episode, and I didn't know. So for three years, I never knew what happened after. Finally, my friend, who I was playing Pokemon Go with earlier today, Convinced me, he's like, all right, just just get back into it. So what I did was I did the smart thing. I started all the way back from episode one. Right. I did the same thing. And I watched through it, and I'll be damned if I got to that same damn episode, and I had to pause it and sit there for like 20 minutes to prepare myself for what was about to happen again because I was still that hurt. <laughs> so if I, I, I play it, I let it run. <laughs> I paused for another 20 minutes before the like when the next man. when the next episode started. I paused for another 20. I was like, I am not fucking ready for what's about to happen. And then the very next thing in episode 10 happens, and I'm like, pause, <laughs> paused it right out the gate. I was like, nope. Walked away for like an hour. I haven't finished it, but my brother tells me just don't get attached to anybody. Never. Don't ever. No. So that's what I'm... screwed me over. First episode, man with the one man with integrity getting his head chopped off at the end. The dad. What's his name? Stork? Start. That's uh, episode no. like eight or nine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. But, right. In the, the, Sean, but Sean Bean is the, is the actor, but Ned Stark. Ned Stark, and I love him. He. Oh my gosh! I was like, that's the I'm whole devastated. Premise, like, I know, but but I that's what some... set everything in motion for the rest of the story. Kind of. Yeah, but kind I of. need some. It good started in off here. though. Even the first like preface in the book was existential crisis. The White Rock Walkers are back. And you don't know what those are yet. Until, like, what, season four is when we yeah, finally start to learn? But they but, said it in the very sorry. first paragraph of the fucking book. Like, dun, dun, dun. there is a there's a hidden ancient enemy. existential crisis that's coming, like, apocalyptic that's coming. crisis that's coming. And that is the undertone throughout the entire thing. And dragons don't have that. 
I think I'll be fine with that because, um, like I said, you know one of my top shows, Snowfall. Same thing. Don't get attached to anybody on Snowfall. But see, Game of Thrones was Game of Thrones was like season three was the season that like really shifted the tone of the show for me because of that one particular episode. Like that changed everything. Because I kind season of lost interest too, and I had to come back. Because season one and two, and then mo- the vast majority of three, like all had the same tone, so to speak. Like I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Where are you at in season three? So right, I can specifically. Are we? I don't remember. <laughs> we, what is the last thing I'll, you remember happening? Because I, I guarantee you, died remember. last. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't remember honestly. I think about the point. I probably need to start the whole damn thing over. You should, again. and I'll hey, watch it with let's you. Let's have I love a viewing it. party. Yeah, let's rewatch the whole damn thing. Okay, I'm let's down. do it. I'm down for it. Yeah, because the new and House of Dragons coming I'm, out. I'm raising my hand. And Snow, one. I'm so ready for it. I'm intrigued by Snow, but only yes. because of my boy. Yeah, only because his backstory is fucking legit. And I gotta. What's up? I'm raising my hand because. Oh no! Just just talk. You don't have to raise your hand. No, everyone's talking. I'm raising my hand because. Your turn. Game of Thrones, I will say, the battle scenes, the war scenes in Game of Thrones, Mm -hmm. you cannot find a better battle scene in all of cinema. Braveheart falls short. I would argue a little bit with 300 with their opening opening battle scene. Their opening, like when the very first one, like when they meet the Persians. But that's the only one I I would argue with it. But... But Battle so. of the Bastards is one of the greatest no, battle scenes ever. Not the Battle of Bastards. Really? The Battle at the Wall. When they're first going against... Uh-huh. Yep. Anthony, plug your ears. <laughs> He's probably hurts a lot but, of this. The, because, battle, I mean, the Battle at the Wall. The first one or the second one? Uh, hold on. Anthony, leave the room. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to forget it anyway. You don't know the context. Are we talking about, like, the battle with the, the Night's Watch versus the Wildlings, or are we talking yes. about the other one? The Night's Watch at the Wildlings. Are we talking about the Night's Watch well, and Wildlings so versus point, the White my Walkers? My point is, they had multiple amazing war scenes that you just can't... There's right. nothing else that can hold a candle. Yeah, right. jaw you had the You had the wall, you had the Battle of the Bastards, then you had this last stand at the uh, Stark. All right, so the castle, the castle Stark episode. While I loved the episode it's, of its entirety, I and felt that was the downfall. The last, the last season, I feel like just. Well, everyone agrees with me there. Everyone no, agrees. actually, I don't. What? Hold on. I, Hold on. I think it's a big old <laughs> shit for the battle for the entire episode of the battle. The main, the main battle that we because well, we're not going to count. Which battle are we talking? About? The main one. Uh, you you know the, the main main one. Okay. The other one doesn't count. That's not a battle. That's just an absolute ass woman. That battle, after we were built up so much for it, sure. I felt that it was very lacking for what we got. And I would have been more appreciative that they had split it into, like, added one extra episode and made that battle last into a second episode instead of I making agree. it super I, I agree with that, too. Because I wanted more. It was also when it first came out, remember how dark it was? You had to turn all your lights off. Watch yes. the whole episode in pitch black darkness. Yes. You won't have to worry about that. They fixed that in, in, uh, afterwards. They also took out the Starbucks cup in the very next episode. <laughs> I, I also, I also feel like I though, that made that, no seriously. It's like I also feel like though at that point in like the production, <coughs> they were done. They were done. Well, They've already written off. Like, they already had. They already had a deadline. In sight and yeah. but what hurt like what hurt me more than anything was like hearing the actors like uh Kit Harrington talk about they filmed that battle that episode that was a fifty five consecutive day filming like so we got so what we got was filmed in fifty five days felt very lacking like you said fifty five days I'm like bro this shit's gonna be great this shit's yeah. gonna be epic two months of someone's life and it was the most lackluster like there was barely any fighting in it to like battle of the bastards is still the best battle in that probably some in my opinion in that entire series i do I, like I, I do like the battle of the wall the battle of the wall i do too yeah. but battle of the bastards was like that felt like the most realistic battle scene no, because I'm, I'm with you as far as like fight scenes go battle of the bastards 100 percent. i feel like the story like the story at the wall like you see it coming and then they 
like two forces finally like two thunderheads run into each other. Right. Like I don't know. The battle at the wall sticks out for me. Yeah. For me, like Battle of the Bastards, for me was like it showed a different side to it. Like it showed like someone being crushed and through bodies and like panicking, like the claustrophobia of that. Like mm. no one ever, like you never really see that in a battle scene. Like it was like that's a re- very realistic thing. Like he's getting crushed underneath bodies right. and feet and everything. No, like I agree with that. the panicking, like the music just stops. All you hear is a heartbeat. There's no music. All you hear is heartbeats. Foot, feet stamping, crushing you into mud. Like, that's all, there's nothing. It's just pure battle. Like, there's, that's, because that's all you would have heard when you were fighting. Yeah, Clashing no, the no swords, music. people yeah. dying, people getting sliced open, like, all that. And that's all you hear. And that's what stuck out with me is such a big thing. It's like, that's, that is fighting in, in its essence right there. It's like yeah. pure, just Very terrifying. Very terrifying. Just yeah. looking at that scene, though, what stuck out to me was, not just the fight scene and like the depiction of it, but as a storyline goes, Snow's divine providence. You know, they laid that out very clearly. That was like an aha moment in the story where it's like He's uh, the one that was prophesied. Yeah, like this this motherfucker's supposed to be here and they made a very clear point that I hated his ending more than anything. I hate the ending, period. Everyone said... All right, so to, to the thing that I was going to talk about, because I was holding back and I know I, I needed to say it. Those um, aren't bad, are they? The thing that I'm like... I was not surprised by the Danny turn. In the least bit. No, she's Targaryen. Well, they had given you all those little... They had given all the content. No, like, everything she had done, Targaryen, she had done against bad people, though. So you didn't see it in a bad light. You were like, oh, she's doing good. But you see her being very narcissistic and growing in her cockiness. Yeah. Uh, bend the knee, bend the knee, bend the knee. Well, it's, I mean, it's very as it says it's Targaryen flip a coin. I think it's just for me, kind of like you said, it's, it was too fast. We've built up, you know, like, what, how many years of our lives watching this show? Because Danny was good for, down. the best way to describe this is Danny was good for six and a half seasons. And yeah. then all of a sudden, in a season and a half, she is turned on a dime. Yeah. And everyone did, but it was, it wasn't really a turn on a dime. It, this was something that was, that we saw, you saw it, but you saw it and you liked what she did the first time because she did that against ba- what we saw as bad people. Right. But then she does it against innocent people and it's like, oh, this isn't her character. It's like, no, 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 no. It's still the same character. And they're known for going insane. Yeah. Same character, different environment. But I was t- I was telling this coworker I was like I think what really did it in was two things. This is why she like like snapped at the end mm-hmm. was two factors. One when she lost Rhaegar. And, oh, completely. Because that set her off. Sure. And then second was losing Masande. Yep. That was the straw. When she lost those two, because I think if Rhaegar had lived and if yeah. Cersei had just fucking let her live. Instead of killing the messenger, which is the one thing you never do, I don't think she would have burned down the city and everyone would have got their happy Danny ending. Right, right, right. But in the end, we saw what happened, but everything that did happen was Cersei's character. Cersei took no, Cersei didn't care. She's like, I'm the queen, I do not care. She was very consistent. Yeah, but again, I feel like it was rushed because at the very end... I hated Jamie's death above all else. Yep. Me too. He had such a good character arc, and it was just like, what? Like, yeah, his, he, his he thing was, was thrown out those, the window. Like, uh, what is it? We're just throwing spoilers out at this point. I don't care anymore. Yeah, You I'm said good. you'll forget. <laughs> well, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones at this point, it's I know. Shame, <laughs> on, shame on you. So with, with the Danny thing, though, like I was not shocked by it. I actually... You're in a small camp. I, I am in a very small camp because I like the ending. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved because I liked the bit like the bittersweetness of like like John finally found someone to replace you know Egret. I mean, albeit it's his aunt. <laughs> yeah. Another disclaimer. Mm. Not getting into that, <laughs> but the Targaryen. It doesn't matter. Again, you'll forget. DLOs. Yeah, you'll. I don't care anymore. But him having to kill someone he had finally just found that he was, like, happy with, 
Yeah. Like, that was brutal. And then, like, I thought Drogon was about to kill him. And I was like... I was, I was, I had prepared myself for it because Claire's already sitting beside me crying because Danny's dead, yep. and I'm just sitting here like, well, I guess I'm about to lose my boy too, and then Drogon just roars, and oh, then, bur- and then burns the chair, and melts the chair, and then just picks up Danny and leaves, and I'm like, yeah, no, the fucking dragon gives him a wink and a nod, and like, that's how I felt, yeah, like, like my yeah. whole thing was like, I looked at Claire, and all I did was like, I just turned and smiled, and I was like, ha ha, he didn't die. <laughs> That's and that's all I did. That's all I could muster because I was like, "Fuck!" I thought he was about to die. So, oh, you had your, you were probably holding your What breath. you were saying, like my my reservation is, I will tell you, like yes, it all makes sense. Yeah. I hated one thing about, but the they ending. fucking rushed it. Like the rush part was what got me. There was so much. Like again, going back to like the perfect story, like with Avatar. Everything, Everything tied up neatly. They closed the endings. Like, no questions. Game of Thrones is not that way. They rushed it. They, co- they It was a lot of cop-outs for me. If yeah. A lot of cop-outs. I liked they, Arya's ending. They needed, they needed like, another she season at a minimum. I liked how Arya's story... To wrap story, it up. I liked how Arya's story ended. Yes, that was she was then. the she was the big hero like yep. she was always the character that was kind of like looked up at the beginning was looked like down upon because she was a girl that wanted to be a boy so to speak. And she killed. Yeah. It was really weird watching her have sex because you know we watched her as a kid. Yeah. Up. That was stupid. That was super uncomfortable. For killing me. many yeah. colored eyes. And- like, I loved her ending. I loved Sansa's ending because Sansa, the first three seasons at least, is the most fucking annoying character next to Joffrey. Oh, I'd agree. Yeah. And. Her story, like, when it flips the script on her for, like, four, five, and six, I'm like, that is one of the greatest character developments ever. And then, like, my favorite scene is still when she turns and's like, how do you stand, how do you plead of these crimes, Sir Baelish? And I was like, fuck, yeah, I I screamed when that one happened. She finally had learned how to play the game. The game of thrones. And what what you're, like, leaning towards, though, as far as, like, the story goes, and going back to the books, everyone read the fucking books. Um, if they ever finish. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to continue reading the books. <laughs> Let's see, I hated... But, but I'm saying, though, like, the story, I feel like, is a modern token. Like, it's, right. it's a modern Lord of the Rings, you know, Hobbit Lord of the Rings. It is. I really do. Because this motherfucker created a world. Yeah. That made sense. And all the people in it make sense and their interactions like so for me it was to finish off my what I was talking about I hated Bran becoming the king like that just felt like I didn't understand that I didn't like no, that no I didn't get that either because he didn't want it either because he didn't want to be king in the north he, but he wants to be king of the whole of Westeros like that doesn't make any sense to me I don't think Bran wanted to be king he's the all seer Right. Well, he 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 accepted readily that he would be the king, you know, at the end for all of Westeros minus the North because the North became its own entity. Right. But the ending that hurt me the most was Jon Snow. It was like Jon was clearly the perfect candidate to be the king because he didn't want to be the king. But what we saw was Jon as a leader was the perfect like definition of what a leader should be. Yeah. It was someone who didn't want to be in that position but knew how to be in the position when he was was there. And that was his story time after time after time. Like him becoming, you know, the... Him leading the wildlings off into the wild of the north. Like, Like, I I hated that. I really did. Like him being the, what what is it, the warrant of the, not warrant of the north. Uh, The The Lord Commander. Yeah, um, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Right. He didn't want it. He got it. And he let him through, because he let him through battle. Uh, he didn't want to be warden of the north, but he got it because he grouped everyone against the wildlings, or against or uh, against Ramsay and the Boltons. Right, and uh, and it, it bothered it. me because it's like John was literally like, I don't care what anyone else says. The prophecy of the Song of Ice and Fire is about John Snow because his mother was of the ice, his father was of the fire. Like mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone else says. I don't care, like. What George R. R. Martin needs to do is he needs to write. I know what the main points are in the show, like they're supposed to hit, and that's basically going to be the points in his book. He needs to just retcon it for me because 
I, John not being the king at the end is just the worst thing you done you did to that story. So, I guess this is like what I read on the internet is that Martin told him like what he wanted the story to do. Told the HBO producers what he wanted the story, you know. Yeah, had had to lean towards, and. You know, he hasn't produced a book or he hasn't, you know, I'm with you. He should retcon. Like, he, he should fill in the gaps 100%. Because I feel like we were we were cheated on the, in, on the ending of a great story. Like, as a whole, it's when you put everything together, if the ending is does not leave you satisfied, then it, it, ruins, is, it. Then it ruins the whole thing. Yeah, eight seasons of Game of Thrones. And that's for any show, though, like... That's my biggest fear, like, kind of tying us back into anime is, like, One Piece is... I've been with One Piece since it first came out in, you know, the 90s. Or the late 90s. Early 2000s. I've been with that for the longest time. So, now that the ending is within the next three years, like, I'm super nervous. Because, like, one, I need the author to make it three more years in life because he's had some some sick scares here recently. But... I need to like I need that ending to be like the perfect ending because if I've devoted over half of my actually over two thirds of my life at this point to this show and story, like it would just be the most devastating thing for me if like I'm not satisfied with the ending. Yep. Like that would just It's part be, of your life now. Yeah, I mean really though, like I've watched this show from episode one to episode to over a thousand episodes in. I've read every chapter. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't get a good ending, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because it's like, by the time I'm 35, this story's going to be over. I'm going to be a spectator in the live action. And so, like, it's it's a really kind of odd thing to think about. It's like, I've seen shows and stuff, like, where I've liked not half satisfying endings. Game of Thrones. Um, I was not satisfied with Star Wars. Um, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 Which one? The second trilogy, or the third, the final trilogy. <laughs> Which trilogy? the final trilogy? I had I can't remember what it's, the final is called. The, it's the, so the, confusing. The final trilogy that came out seven, eight, nine. Love seven, eight, nine. Shit the bed. I'm I'm with you. But like, there's so many things that I just hate how they all ended because like Star Wars set up like so well with I don't care what anyone else says. I love one through three, and I love four, five, and six. Seven was amazing. I'm with you. Stormtrooper turning Jedi had the best storyline yeah. ever written I'm, on it, and then they just I'm, threw that shit away. I'm with you. And I hated the other two movies for the life for everything of it. But like, there's just so many things like I've always been nervous about because it's like that's the beauty of the story is the story has to end somewhere. But is the story going to be satisfying? Which kind of brings it right back to, you know. Avatar The Last Airbender is one of the very few shows that I've loved and it is it has had the perfect ending like so if you, Angus the girl he he becomes the true avatar but you going to forget they he you know he's going to win he, they make a whole nother show we done talked about the second show you know he wins that's how we can end on a perfect ending that's what I was getting at <laughs> if you want to tie everything up in a bow yeah Forget the stories with the loose endings. If you want to watch something, and go to sleep at Airbender, night. Airbender, watch it. You'll be satisfied. I promise. I'm still on that. So the <laughs> but we have talked for quite a while, and we could. I, I mean, this is the problem when when we try to end episodes. Me and Anthony could talk for probably hours on the end. And and this is why this is why we enjoy doing this because we can just sit here like these are the conversations like we have at work. This is what we do at work sometimes Love for right. ten twenty minutes at a time. Cool. That's why you don't get your appliances, people, faster than you want them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's been great having you two on here. Thank it's been you. Great. I love it. It's been great talking it's with fun. you. I'd love to have y'all back uh, for an- another episode. I'm certain, I'm certain Anthony on. would. We'll probably do a part two to this, like some of the other episodes. Topics. I might see if I can get my wife to come into it because I, want, yeah. uh, a lot of fun. I feel like her and I would get along. You and her would probably get along great. She is uh, she is very lacking in friends, is what she likes to say. It's hard to meet people. It's very hard to meet people, especially with a two and a half year old and another one on the way. 
Well, I love Kit, so her and I can hang. Well, out. my child is a demon, so you might not like him. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, this has been this has been a really fun episode. It really has. Um, Thanks for having us. <laughs> I feel like I talked for the vast majority of it when no, we had did. the guest, and I really hated if I did that. No, don't worry about it. No, it's uh, a I know you get quiet the more you drink, and I've noticed that every episode. Like, ah! you'll, you'll get quieter the more you drink. <laughs> we also were talking about Game of Thrones, and yeah. he's still watching so. it. So. But uh, I think next episode we record, we probably won't have one immediately after this one. The next one we record should be, if I'm not mistaken, the live action Re- the live action of One Piece and my live reaction to it. Right. Because uh, we're going to be spectating, like I said. So that's going to be an interesting episode. So just to give y'all a sneak peek of it, what we're going to do is, I'm not going to tell you because then you're going to know what's going to happen. So you don't get that. I'm just playing with you. But it's been <laughs> great having you, Kelly Montana. I appreciate I've, it. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. it. I'm Lane. I'm Anthony. And this has been Nerdacy.